Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Greetings, my beautiful soul sibling. It's wonderful to be with you once again. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am honored that you take the time and I'm blessed to share this energy with you. We're always sharing energy with one another, whether it's at the same time or if you're listening to this later on down the road, we're still exchanging energy. Thank you for being you and thank you for being part of my tribe. So let's talk about becoming a miracle mastermind. First of all, I want you to know that everyone is entitled to miracles. I speak with people all the time who feel either they're unworthy, and by the way, that will be the biggest, uh, most common way you will block your miracles. They feel they're unworthy, or they're doing something wrong, or God's mad at them, or karma is kicking their ass. They must have done something really bad before. It's just all these crazy notions. And I'm going to tell you, that's your ego telling you all this BS. We were all born as God's children. And we were all born with the same blessings at our fingertips. Okay, we came in as these innocent little babies who were still connected and believed in the magic. And then... Whatever happened, the life that we chose, the parents we chose, the road we chose, that started tainting our belief in the magic. (laughs) Whether it was at birth, because babies do sense um, the trauma. If there is trauma or drama during birth, a baby will pick that up. And that's not a positive feeling, correct? (laughs) I mean, it can start at 12 months two years, three years, but, you know, by two and three years old, we start taking on those conditions and limiting beliefs that we are being exposed to. Now, this is not a blame game. This is not where I'm going with this, because whoever is around us, whether our parents, our teachers, our clergy, priests, whoever, they are only teaching us what they were taught and what they believe. But I'm here to encourage you to step out of the box, to just be open that maybe none of that's true. (laughs) Real seriously, that just came out of my mouth. That's not what I was going to say, but that exactly what channeled out of my mouth. None of it is true. If you have the limiting beliefs of I can't ask for too much because it's going to be taking from someone else or If I make all of this money or if I am prosperous, I have to give it away. And that's just a couple of things about money. I mean, if you grew up hearing you have to work hard for your money or money doesn't grow on trees or um, there's not enough to go around or maybe growing up you had to buy... um, Generic, I'm just using as an example, generic products because you can afford name brand. Like all of these start the lack and poverty mindset. That's just money. So let's talk about health. 
the health aspect. So if you, if there are any beliefs within you, any conditioning, anything about feeling guilty for something, that you are not meeting the approval of others, whether it's your parents, your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, I'm not living up to what they expect equals they don't love me. Get it? And when you don't feel loved, that's when the unworthiness and quite often the self-loathing comes in. And so not only do you not love yourself, you don't even like yourself. How many of you look in the mirror and think or say awful, awful things to yourself? Oh, my God. Look at this wrinkle by my eye. Oh, my God. Look how puffy I look today. Look how fat I am. My husband doesn't love me. Um, or who's going to love me if you're alone? I'm not worthy. I've got to lose five pounds for someone to love me. Yikes. The list goes on. I know these lists because I had them on my, my entire life. My whole life was self-sabotage. I was telling someone the other day uh, that I did everything I could to leave this planet without physically doing the deed. I tried to drink myself. Well, I'm not going to say I tried to drink myself to death, but I'm surprised I didn't. I was an alcoholic as a teenager. I did drugs. I remember one morning... Um, I think it was a Saturday morning. I had partied probably 16, 17 hours straight, drinking, doing drugs, cocaine actually, and was walking the streets of my town at 6 a.m. Someone had dropped me off. Just I, I, I don't remember. I don't even know what happened. I just know someone dropped me off. I'm walking the streets. I don't even know what the hell is going on. And you guys know me. I am real, and I will always be real. I will never be fake. I will always tell my story. Because how many of us are trying to live up to someone else's expectation? That's where I fucked up. That's where we all got fucked up. I knew, or at least I felt within, I can't be what, what they want me to be. So I'm just going to be, in my mind, a piece of shit. <laughs> I am working right now with one of the best coaches I've ever had. I have coaches all the time. I truly do. I have three coaches right now I'm working on for three different things. One is helping me step into my own even further. You know, he's teaching me that I've never had a problem telling my story. That's not it. But he has really brought to light that I was continuing to try to make everyone happy, including you as a listener. So I was writing or, you know, whether I'm writing newsletters or recording podcasts, I was writing and, and recording these according to what I felt I needed to send out, what everybody would want to hear instead of what I knew I needed to put out there. And it wasn't far off. Like, it, it wasn't this big gap between the two. But he is helping me bring it into um, congruency. Like, my message, as he said, I love him. He said, uh, you know, when you start putting your message out from your heart, your soul, 
your tribe will show up. And he says, you got to be prepared. Some of your old tribe's going to leave, which is funny. It's happening. But I've lately even embraced that and told the angels, please clear out who it is that I cannot help anymore and make space for the new people. See how we can turn things around where help me release this or you remove people for me and bring in the new people instead of going, oh my God, I'm losing, I'm losing listeners. I'm losing people from my list. No, I'm like, phew, thank goodness. You know, that's an energy drain. Even for me to try to hang on to people on my list, my email list or podcast, that's a drain for me. I'm done with all that. I've been doing that my entire life. And this new coach just made me realize I'm still freaking doing it. So if you continue to be a listener and you start seeing a shift in what I put out, this is why, because now I'm really going to speak from the true me. That is the best example I can ever be for any of you, is that you just step into who you are, you embrace it, and you put it out to the world, and you don't give a fuck if anybody likes it, because you're finally going to be you. I received a message from someone on my email list. I had used the word shit in the same sentence as angels. In fact, I think it was something like, you know, call on your, you know, be sure to call on your angels because they can make shit happen that you never, ever dreamed of. And this woman who I had to, this was a good um, little lesson for me, a learning opportunity or grow. I'm going to, let me say growing opportunity because she emailed and she was very disturbed that I used that word. In fact, she put S star star T. She can't even say the word, like not even an email, which told me, okay, well, she's got her own issues. But she wrote things like, you know, I think you can write better than that. And I don't know if you're trying to um, appeal to the younger crowd. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm going to be honest. I got pissed at first. And then I said, whew, you know what? She just showed me that um, you have to be ready. If you're really going to step out and be you, you got to be ready because not everybody's going to like it. But that's okay. She can unsubscribe. Like, it was that simple. All right, so how did I even get off on this tangent? Who knows? I mean, (laughs) you know me. I start talking, and then here we go. I always ask, you know, what can I teach? What can I uh, share that's going to help people the most today? And, of course, obviously the big message is it's time to be you. It's time to really be you. So back to becoming a miracle mastermind. The stuff, the stories, the conditioning, all the things within you, that is what's blocking the miracles. If you are not receiving them on a regular basis, it is inside of you. I cannot say it enough. For those of you that um, aren't aware, many of you may know this already, but we do have energy centers in our body. And we have seven main energy centers called chakras. Some say chakras, some say chakras. There's not a right or wrong. And each governs a different part of us, but it's very important that they all work together. And I get people a lot who want to have a reading and they want me to tune in and see if there's something, an issue with one of the chakras. Now, I have a background in healing work, so I've done that many, many years. And so I did help people with their healing and I would 
align or um, work with their chakras and clear them and and get them you know operating the way that they're supposed to and you know at optimum levels it's funny it is strange for me to talk about it right now because what i know now you can do all the chakra work you want you can go to all the healers you want you can keep going and getting reiki or and god healers don't get mad at me please i still do this for some people because that's what they want they just want me to they just want to feel good for a while so i get it and some people want that and that's cool and so we keep doing our healing work that way but um, when people call me for readings lately and it's like, I want you to look at my chakras and I need to know if the chakras are an issue. And, and I'm like, yeah, honey, they are. But your chakras are an issue because of what is inside of you. It's deeper than that. We, we can't fix the chakras without, you know, diving deep into the murky waters and clearing out all the garbage that you're telling yourself or that you've been telling yourself. And there's garbage we've been telling ourselves from this lifetime and many past lifetimes. We have stories from past lifetimes. We carry them into this lifetime. So once we get in there and we find those stories and we own them and we cry through them, at least I did. I still do. I still, stories creep up. I'll get some kind of trigger and I'll go, oh boy, okay, there's a story that I need to, I need to um, look at. Where's the root of this? Where did it start? And then I'm going to heal this. Now I do all of this with the angel's help. I'm always telling all of you, call on your angels for everything, your guides, your spiritual team. And I do, but see, I got to do the work. I'm the one that has to go in and pull the crap out. I have to go in and see why am I hanging on to this? And oh my God, I have to forgive myself. Or I need to forgive that person. Whatever it is, there's lots of different stories. So once we do that, we dive into those murky waters. We find our stories and we just start eliminating them. We learn from them, we forgive from them, and we send love to them. That is when stuff starts turning around. Everything starts turning around. I see a lot of people who are struggling. I talk with them. Maybe they get a reading once a year, once a month, once every six months, whatever. And I'm always, I, I'm always like, I could help you so much more. Like the reading, okay, I'm, you feel great for this hour. I, you know, I get it. And you might be on a high for a week or two or a month or whatever. And some people begin to soar after that. But so many don't, and they stay stuck. And it breaks my heart because I know the murky water's there. I can see it. I can see it inside. And I know that if they just found the right person or worked with the right person, whether it's me or someone else, that they could clear that out and that their life would change in miraculous ways. I am a prime example of how you can be at rock bottom and find your way to the top of the mountain. 
You can be at the top with your arms spread out wide. You can be praising God for showing you all the stuff that you needed to heal just to get there. Because all of that made me who I am today, I would not change it for anything. Think of all the the major spiritual teachers. I'm going to say major, just high profile, like Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer, Ellen DeGeneres. They all went through hell to become who they are. But it made them some of the best teachers, leaders, and mentors that we've ever had. So you get it? If you're in the murky waters, if you're going through a lot of crap, a lot of shit, and you don't know how to get out of it, do you get it? You're, you, you can get to the other side of this. You will be on the other side looking back and saying, thank you for the lessons. It was me all along. I've been hearing that phrase from Wizard of Oz where the Glenda the Good Witch says, you know, you had the power all along. I've been getting so many God winks, which to me are miracles. That phrase, and also the other day uh, I was cutting up an onion and I cut and got to the center and there was clear as a day, this beautiful little yellow outlined lotus flower in the middle of the onion. It took my breath away. I got tears in my eyes. I'm almost ready to cry now. Because that, I truly felt it was God saying and the angels, you made it. You finally got to the center. I peeled all those layers of, those, of that onion. I peeled layer after layer, tear after tear, healing after healing, and I made it. And I see the lotus flower that I am finally. This was just a couple of weeks ago, folks. I had layers that I still had to get through. So, gosh, take a deep breath. I know, we just, I just talked for a long time, but I really want you to see that. I used to get so angry when I would hear people say, you know, this is happening for you, not to you. And I'd be like, you know, up yours. I don't want, I don't want this. I didn't ask for this. Um, now I know that I did. Now I know that was all happening for me so that I could go through the metamorphosis. I could become that butterfly. I could finally release myself from the cocoon that I was keeping myself in. When you're in those murky waters, I understand. You get stuck in victimhood. And victimhood, you might be raising the top of your voice like, no, I want this, and I'm a warrior, I'm a gladiator, I'm a this and I'm a that, and I deserve love, and I deserve that. When... You truly aren't feeling that. You are blaming circumstances. You're blaming others, your spouse, your significant other, your parent, your child, your boss, your life choices. That's all victimhood. Victimhood is the furthest from God that you can be, from God and source. The furthest you can be. So maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get out of that victimhood. Ask the angels to help you by 
you know, showing you where, what is it I need to do? What are the lessons or who is it that I can learn from? Who can I be with? Or whether it's me or it's a different teacher and mentor, who can take me to the next level? Angels, help me find that. Help me know. Give me the signs. Give me the winks. Since the, the cutting of the onion the other day, a couple weeks ago, and finding that lotus flower, I heard God say, you are ready. Now, God has been saying that to me for a while, you are ready, and I, I knew that he was trying to tell me it's time to go in a bigger way. And I kept saying, no, I'm not ready. Give me another year. <laughs> I really was saying that. But when I, when I cut and saw the lotus flower, and I actually posted it on, or it was in my newsletter, and I put it on my Facebook page. If you ever want to hop on there, Facebook, and just um, look through my photos, you'll see the onion with the lotus flower. It just, it's crazy. It's cool. But this time, the, wit, the emotion that I felt, it was not sadness. It was a triumph. I was crying in triumph in, I just felt the love. Amazing unconditional love for myself. <laughs> it's amazing. At 48 years old, and I finally feel that. Well, I don't want it to be that long for you. <laughs> I don't want you to be stuck in these murky waters for as long as I was. And when God said, you are ready, I began to ask for guidance as to what he was talking about. So I am, yes, following the guidance I have been given. I am going bigger. I am reaching more people. Some of you have heard of some of my classes that I have offered. Um, and I have now created a brand new class. It's a virtual course. We will be meeting online for five weeks. This is the game changer, folks. This is the life-changing. This is the life-changing course that many of you are looking for. It is going to be magical beyond what I can even express. But it is called Become a Miracle Mastermind Boot Camp. We are going to be getting into the murky waters. We are going to be uncovering our wounds. We are going to be healing those wounds. We are going to do it collectively. If you've never taken a course virtually or in person with a group, it is amazing. There is something about collective energy. My last course, Spiritual Boot Camp, I've taught that several times. And the momentum of the group as we are going through that course is crazy amazing. You can feel it and you know it just from people posting about what's happening in their lives. But I am creating this course because I want to help you get out of your murky. The, I want you to become a miracle mastermind ASAP. <laughs> no more fucking around. It's time. You have the power and I will show you that, I promise this course will change your life. So if you want to find out more about this course, become a Miracle Mastermind Boot Camp, then hop on over to my website, juliatreat.com, and click on Upcoming Events and go to May. It's coming up in May. Look for, you know, you can read about it. You can see what's going to happen. There's 
several testimonials there of people that I have worked with in the past. So check it out. And the first 17 people who sign up and pay the full price are actually going to be joining me for a very special Ultimate Healing VIP Day. That will be all day, virtually. We will be together in the morning for several hours, taking a break for lunch, and coming back to meet in the afternoon. That is going to be a magical, magical experience as well. It is only going to be offered to the first 17 people who sign up paying the full price. All right, my loves. That is all for now. I thank you for listening, and I am praying. I'm praying to the angels and your guides to help you find the murky waters and to find a way to make them crystal clear. Heal those wounds within so that your miracles can show up every single day. They're waiting. They're right there. But we are blocking them with our wounds. All right, I love you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.